Aloha, Susan. Aloha, sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. I'm joined here by Susan Nelson. Hello. Her first time actually behind the microphone for an entire episode. <laughs> She's been in the room when we've recorded before, right? I have, I have. Um, but she knows very well that we always start with a cocktail. The best. So, I have it in the shaker. Uh, this is a drink that does not have a name yet. Uh, Susan admitted she might be a little nervous. So, uh, but I have a feeling that after she starts to imbibe, she's going to warm right up. I'm sure I will. Uh, now, I, I said to her, do you have any requests? And she said maybe something like stone fruit, like peach or plum or something like that. And so, um, I just happened to have in the refrigerator a drink, uh, a base of a drink. Cheers. Cheers, thank Give you. Give it a try. Oh, it smells wonderful. From something that I had been doing before, which is a 50-50 mix of peach puree and passion fruit juice. Oh, wow, that is excellent. And on top of that... Um, I added a touch of red sangria, like the pre-mixed Trader Joe's sangria, mm. um, plus uh, plantation dark rum and um, the stolen smoked rum, but just a little bit of the stolen. And uh, what else is in here? Um, you know, I think there's one more thing, but it's not important right now. Well, maybe after we have a... <laughs> A drink of this um, will come up with a name later on. That, well, that, that's kind of the idea. Sometimes I'm so happy with a drink like I've already decided on a name, and it's already kind of there in my head. But um, this I just was uh, whipping together, so it doesn't have a name yet. Oh, I'm really liking this. I'm not, you know, it doesn't have that sweet where it hits you in the back of the throat taste. It's just, it's just nice on the palate. Right, it's sweet, yeah. but it's also thin, Correct. I like to say. Like, yeah. it's a summer sipper. Very summery and perfect for today where it's 120 outside. It is, it is. Um, now, in front of us, we have some uh, fresh plum and banana and pineapple salsa. So this is something that I learned from... Uh, one of my friends who is from, and I forget which country in Latin America, but, um, and he said that his family would always take fruits and then um, would uh, put them on like a fork and then um, spoon a little bit of salsa on them. And so, of course, I picked a tropical salsa because we're here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. And to be super classy, Susan, I have a um, corn on the cob skewer for you to pick your fruit <laughs> up with. And then you can um, spoon a little bit of the pineapple salsa on it uh, and see if you enjoy your fruit that way. I'm so excited. And on top of that, there's also some chili lime sauce, or sorry, chili lime um, seasoning that, uh, you know, the friend was always like, and this goes with it too. Thank you. Mm. It's like not... smoky and sweet. And... I would never thought that a tropical fruit salsa would work well. Tropical fruit, there you go. On top of other fruit, instead of doing it, you know, your typical chips. Right. And I'm on a grain-free kick right now. So I was like, well, this is even better. Oh my goodness, like it's like a meal. Mm. I could just eat this. Well, there you go. Well, you can eat it okay. all. Okay. <laughs> um, and and he said um bananas, but he said really plantains is what he always used. Yeah. And they would use the um so they would do, here's something interesting that uh, I had learned. If a recipe calls for an overripe plantain and you don't have one, you can use an underripe banana. And then they're kind of about the same. Because even an overripe plantain is still much less sweet than our Cavendish banana. Oh, that's interesting. Our bananas are that. quite sweet compared to most plantains. That's why they usually get cooked or sauteed or baked or something like that, um, which helps soften them and bring out the sweetness. I knew that you put an uh, underripe banana into a brown paper bag. I heard that. No, that works. Oops. Same with avocados. Yeah. That, that's a thing. Yeah. You are not making it up. The music in the background this week is uh, Les Baxter. Well, at least most of it. So I asked Susan, what, uh, what Exotica artist would you like to hear? And she said, Les Baxter. And uh, then we created a station. And so that's going to set the mood for today. Um, all right. So uh, here we are. We're in the Zen Tiki Lounge. The lighting is dim. It's really hot outside. It's nice and cool inside. We've got a cocktail. We've got some snacks. I encourage you to do that with your friends in your home bar or the corner of your apartment, whatever you've got. I mean, if you're living in a Winnebago under a tree, I just hope you at least have a cocktail and something to snack on. 
I think it would be the perfect ambiance for this right now. It's, it's just awesome. Oh, I thought you were going to say a Winnebago under a tree. Oh, like, Winneb- <laughs> oh, the Winnebago under the tree is almost as good as a hammock hmm. tied under two palms. I think the hammock might be better. It is true, ex- uh, except in 120 degree weather. Ye- well, yeah. Yeah, I have been in tropical places where it is just too hot to actually enjoy how beautiful it yeah. is. You're just like, no, this is horrible. Yeah, where the water temp is even not, you know. It's time for the mail segment. So we're going to pause here. We will be right back with the mail sack. Tiki mail. Oh, it's time to check the mail in the sack. Speaking of sack, I have this nice little plantain going on in my mouth right now. (laughs) Oh, well, at least the sack (laughs) isn't in your mouth. (laughs) All right. Uh, We have uh, have two uh, pieces of correspondence from our listeners to share and discuss this week. We actually had quite a few more. I answered some offline, um, one of them because it does not belong on the podcast, but it was very very interesting. Um, Maybe I'll share with you. I think that's kind of hard to believe it didn't I know, right? But maybe I'll share with you later. This first one comes from Leonard. And he says, hi, sunshine and ladies. It's been just a few months since I, since a friend told me about the podcast and I really like it. I listen to podcasts on the train, which gives me lots of time to waste, but you guys don't feel like a waste. Oh, Aww. that's so nice. I like you, Leonard. One, uh, one of you mentioned how hard it is to find a good drink in some towns, and I feel like I have been to some places where I really wouldn't drink anything but wine just to be safe. You can see people walking back to their tables from the bar with cocktails, and he puts cocktails in quotes, that look like something no one would have ordered on purpose. (laughs) What do you think about the safest best bets in a bad bar? Ooh. I'm going to let you answer that first, Susan, because you travel. That is a... That is a great question. I think, you know, I think you can't go wrong if you just do, you know, I know this is so cliche, but if you just do a basic mixer, a rum and coke, you know, you can't, they can't really mess something up like that. If you're looking for something more than just a wine or a beer, I think you can't go wrong with something like that. You know, any soda mixer with a, or just a, you know, a scotch and soda. Oh, that's a good one. You know, you just, they can't really... But you up. have to know yeah. your preferential spirit, right? Correct. And you had, you know, in a lot of, you know, places that you go to, and there are smaller venues in towns that are off the beaten path. Some have great selections and some do not, and they're just the house scotches and everything. But you make sure you ask what they have before you yep. just say scotch and soda. Because sometimes the soda water, it's not soda water, it's actual soda pop. Right, and I do, and I also don't want Seagram scotch. No, like, <laughs> but that might be what they have, exactly. right? Exactly, because they want to have one of each of the major spirits, mm-hmm. and so like they might have the most banal. Yeah, correct. And so then you might be okay just getting the glass of wine, which is fine. Yes, I mean I, I've done that too. Mm-hmm. Like I'll say, well, what what red wines do you have? Usually they're going to say Merlot and Cab, right? Yeah. I have been in a place or two though recently where. Their wine was they had Chardonnay or Rosé. They oh, didn't even have red. Really? And I can't drink Rosé because um, it it reminds me of my parents drinking a large bottle of um, Pink Zin. Yep. And then getting frisky. <laughs> they would disappear to their room, right? I can understand now why. Yeah. So I don't like that memory. Uh, and now Chardonnay, have, and Chardonnay, memory, Chardonnay so. sometimes ends up being like a hot poker through my temple. Yeah. Wine and me are not. Mm. But you're a beer girl. I am a beer girl. So I'm, you know, I'm pretty fortunate. I go to, I can, anywhere you go, you're going to find a bar, a bar that has at least one good beer. Cause that seems to yeah. be the thing right now. Or, or they might have something that they don't have in the rest of the country or the rest of the world. Absolutely try, when in Rome, you know, try the local beer or wine. And that's or, been my go-to with the traveling I've been doing is like, I'll, I'll ask what is a local beer that you have and I will try it. Yeah. And now for me, um, I, I recommend this often, but, you know, again, and we're going to talk more about this right after the mail segment. We're going to talk about what is your preferred spirit. But for me, it is, rum is my number one and then bourbon is probably my number two. Um, so I love Manhattans, but I'll drink a rum Manhattan, but I also will drink a dirty martini and I don't care if it's vodka or gin. Mm. And those are things you can generally order and even the diviest of yes, bars. Correct. Um, cause they definitely have a jar of green olives. 
Right. No yeah, they always. Which, yeah, yes, the worst bars have always that. have. Now, they may be putting their fingers directly <laughs> into it, right? They're so dirty. Yeah, they are very <laughs> dirty. Um, I've, But I have had some of the best dirty martinis in the diviest of bars. Because I say, like, fucking dirty. Mm. And, like, you're lo- you're watching how much olive juice they pour into the shaker. And they're excited so then, to make those for you when you say that. Yeah, because it's something different. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not, can I get a, a Pabst or yeah. can I get, you know, a Miller mm. or whatever. So, um, but then I will just keep an eye on how much vodka they pour in. And usually in um, dive bars or in towns with just not a bar culture, they pour heavy. Yes. I, those are not the places where they are measuring exactly two ounces no. and they don't have the metered heads no, and stuff like that. So all. you generally get a stiffer drink in these places. So that's nice. Yeah, that is. That's the one thing that I've always noticed the smaller bars in smaller towns that they take care of you. If you're just going there to have a, just a stiff drink, mm-hmm. you will not be disappointed. So, yeah. So you've got to know like, okay, what is my preferred spirit? And then what is like the simplest, most common cocktail that goes with that spirit? Um, for my mother, uh, she doesn't travel a lot, but she always orders a tequila sunrise, which dive bars are always going to have tequila, orange juice, and grenadine. Yep. I hate grenadine, but my mother loves it because it's sugar water. And so she can always get a tequila sunrise and they always know how to make that. So yeah, like a screwdriver. Yeah. Well, and screwdrivers used to be my go-to at the slots. Oh, really? Yeah. Mine's a rum and Coke. Oh, but I would order a double screwdriver. So I want Lover. double vodka to OJ. Yeah. And um, Pumpkin and I, uh, we got so schnockered on those one time in Vegas. I had to put her to bed. And then I, I was like, oh, I'm going to go gamble longer. And no, 30 minutes later, I went back up too. Was... So what's your go-to now at casinos? Um, It is a Manhattan. Well, no. Okay, no, that's not true. If I am in a casino, like, let's say, okay, those of you who know Vegas, you'll understand this. If I'm in the Cromwell or the Bellagio or the Wynn or the, although I don't go to the Wynn anymore because it turns out he's a dirty, Dick. yeah, womanizer, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Although they've disenfranchised him from the company and trying to make amends and distance themselves from him. So we'll see. But anyway, yeah. um, or the Venetian or and, ugh, Adelson's another total dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I see a trend here. Yeah. So um, the Cosmopolitan. Mm. You will get just as good a Manhattan at the slots as you will at the bar. Really? Yes. Those places, the, the you know, the places yeah. that want to be known as fancy and known as a, a great casino, the Manhattan you'll get at the slots will be just as good as the bar. So I will order that. Oh, very but nice. you go to most other places. One of my favorite casinos is the Link, um, the formal Imperial Palace. Um, but you order a Manhattan there. First of all, they serve it in a double shot glass. It's small. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're watching their costs, right? Um, and it is occasionally well-made, but it is often not. No. Right? It is just, they'll at least give me Maker's Mark. Yeah. Okay. But then it's like, there's a drop of vermouth and no bitters at all. Yeah. And so um, and so in those places, I will order um, a vodka soda or a gin soda with lime. Ooh. And I'll have that. And then I keep my calories down. I yeah. keep my drink on. That's what I will order. Yeah, and that's something that is easily prepared. They can't really mess it up. Or champagne. Or champagne is good. always a good go-to. Yeah. yeah. Champagne. Or Prosecco, maybe? Well, you can't order that at the... Oh. You can at, like, Bellagio yeah, or something like that. Yes. The, have... Yes. So that depends on where you're at. Uh, okay, next email. Hello, Tiki friends. That includes you, Susan. Hello. My wife and I just went to our first Tiki event, Ohana. <gasps> at the lake. So Ohana Luau at the oh, lake, right? Nice. It was our first event and we were and you were right about everyone being so great about introducing themselves and making us feel welcome. We showed up on Thursday night and uh, let's see. And immediately we were chatting with other people in the hotel grounds and even in the local area. The highlight may have been meeting Kelly from the Velveteen Lounge Kitchen and being able to talk to the bands. We walked right up to them and just had conversations about the music and stuff, which was really cool. Now we are planning our next event. That's our thanks for recommending. um, And we just did it. We're so happy we finally did it. Tell Pumpkin we love her. (laughs) Gary and Jenna from Boston. Gary and Jenna, that's awesome. But it's so cool when somebody goes to one of these events for the first time. You and I have been to dozens. (laughs) Yes, but I remember my first event. What was your first? It was actually Tiki Oasis. Mine too. And do you remember what year? It. Do you remember? Do you remember what the theme was? 
it was either 06 or 07, and it was, um, oh my gosh, I just remember how cool the event was, but I can't remember the theme. I think it was Surf a Go Go. Okay, all right. Go Go Surfing or something. Because I think 09 was, 09 was my first. Okay, and um, my husband and I really didn't know what to expect, and, um, but we got a room on grounds. Which was side. easy back then. Yeah, poolside and everything. So we get to the actual, you know, we get to Tiki Oasis and really didn't know what to expect. And we got our room. We had some stuff with us. and um, As in alcohol? And alcohol, but no food. Oh, well, <laughs> rookie, you should rookie bring some move, snacks. Yeah. So we ran to the store and did get some snacks and did everything on site. We, like, just made it, like... We're not going to leave. We did room service, and it was so exciting with the bands and the music and the people and the car show and the vendors. And we met. Well, they had the car show even back then? Yeah, and they met. We I didn't met, know if that was like so, a newer thing. Or? No, I believe they had the car show back then. And hmm. we met so many. Um, I think Bill Graff was doing the car show. Okay. And, um, But I could be wrong. So I'm sorry. About it's okay. Time. We rarely get a letter where yeah. they're like correcting us. Yeah. Every once in a while we do, but yeah, we're gonna get that one random. No, the car show didn't start till you know. <laughs> 2011. Yeah, <laughs> so and um, they all start blurring together. They no, they really do. But I remember how great the people were. Yeah, I mean that's we that's when we kind of we were into tiki and the artwork and everything, but to be exposed to with others that were passionate was was pretty cool any crazy parties i can't remember them that's how crazy oh good well all right yeah and so tiki oasis was also my mind i think it was 09 was probably my first and it it was like it was a little like coming out of the closet yeah and then like you feel like um okay so i just told everyone this big secret and a lot of people are not talking to me anymore um but i went to my first tiki event and everybody knew that i loved luau's yeah, and blaze yeah. and hawaiian shirts and stuff like that but that was the first time where i went somewhere where like there were a whole bunch of other people yeah. that were kind of there for the same thing and of course i like to drink so um it was just you know three days of and i was so glad i i did book the bally high dinner for kickoff night yeah. right um it was just three full days or more of um just great conversations with people you've never met before um and uh it was a little loud at times Uh, the parties got a little crazy crazy. at times i met people who listened to the podcast that i oh that's um, great you know we had only been doing Mm -hmm. the podcast i think about two years at that point but people were like are you sunshine and i'm like no way i cannot i cannot believe this um and i had I had learned what hosting a room was. I don't even know how. And yeah. somebody had told me, you just make a, mix a big batch of drinks yeah. and like put up a flyer. And I was like, okay. And so I did. And like, I can't believe all these people are waiting to come in here and have a drink. It was so weird. It is. And then that's what it was, it's so cool about it too. It's like these, that, these um, Tiki Ohana that host these room parties. I mean, they each year, uh, no matter what event you're at, they just get they just top it, like get better and better. And the people that they go into to make these drinks and decorate the rooms. Yeah. And, and they put like just sweat in their heart. Into but you it. can still just serve a drink at Correct. your door. And now we've done that. We, you are never expected to do no, a big old. No, we've done hullabaloo. that. And, and it was just as fun. And we had yep. people hanging out. I mean, to the point where I'm like, okay, it's, you've been here an hour. Leave now. To, yeah. We're out of drinks. <laughs> Leave now. So There's drink. always that, that one or two guys. I do yep. remember one party at Tiki Oasis, and it wasn't the, my first one, but it was, and you probably were already going to Tiki Oasis, but it was a Tiki Hell party. Oh, yeah. There was Tiki Hell and Tiki Heaven. Yeah. They and, did that for a couple years. Yeah, and the Tiki Hell one where they were putting the Tabasco sauce in their shots. Oh, I don't know if I remember that. That was, I will never forget that party. Um, I, so I, what I remember about Tiki Hell was they had a puffer fish uh, disco ball. Oh, that's right. And they had a lot of red twinkle lights. Yeah. And I 
think it was, oh, who was the band that was playing? Um, the Swank Bastards, yeah. I think, was playing in the yeah. room. And it was super loud. And um, th this was the year where it was, the theme was um, like underwear party or yeah. something like that. And it was like, if you're wearing clothes, you can't get in. Like that was, oh my gosh, that was a thing. Okay, at least I, at one. least I think it was this. <laughs> anyway, maybe it wasn't that room, but anyway. So I said to Starshine, and I go like, I want to go to that party, and she's like, Well, you didn't. Oh, it was a pajama party. Okay, but I okay, didn't have, I didn't have pajamas. Familiar. I gotcha. And um, and I was like, but I I sleep in my underwear. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, luckily, I had been going to the gym a little bit, and I had good body self-esteem, and so I just went in the nicest pair of underwear that I had, and the bouncer was like, you're not wearing pajamas, and I'm like, this is what I wear to bed, and he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it wasn't too and hard I, to convince him. And I went in, and then like, uh, it was just like, um, and then we remember hanging out on the balcony with um, somebody who looked just like Weird Al, but we referred to him as um, Crazy Psycho Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Um, and he was passing around something that I'm pretty sure was illegal in most states. Oh, my still, goodness. Still would be illegal in most states, I'm pretty sure. Um, and I did not partake of yeah. that. But the people who did were just like staring up the lights and oh were just like, <laughs> And then they were serving um, goldfish out of They're bags. catching flies. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. So that's what I, that's what I remember. Okay, so... Thank you for sending us your email. Those are great questions. Mail at zentikilounge.com. You can send us a comment, question, and we will talk about it here on the podcast. We have more show to come, so we're going to take a quick pause. You know what? I'm going to throw in a Les Baxter song here because that's what uh, Susan chose, and we'll be right back. We're back. Aloha. Susan, did you realize we were gone? No. Uh, here, let's uh, let's have a shot. Cheers. We're going to have some stolen smoked rum. Oh, mm. that's nice. 
See how my voice just got really deep? Yeah. That's very smoky. Bet Corey like likes it. that. <laughs> That's another topic for another day. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so Stolen Smoke Rum sponsored uh, one of the drinks we did at Tiki Caliente 10 this last May. And um, it's actually... So uh, so we, we get sponsors every now and then. And, uh, and sometimes I end up falling in love with them. And sometimes they're so-so, right? Yeah. Um, but hey, if somebody's going to give you a case or two of spirit so that you can cut the cost of putting on a room crawl where you're going to serve 400 drinks, you know, please, you know, take them up on that uh, offer. But stolen smoked rum, um, I just, I, I think it's a bottle that will stay in my bar. Oh, it's excellent. So it's interesting that on its own, it is definitely smoky. But I like that. That's but when good... you mix it with things... Other things can either magnify the smoke like times five or mellow it out just like depending. So like I found that like citrus kind of mellows it. Anything sweet magnifies it. Oh, interesting. It is. Um, so um, it's in it's in this drink, and I think the sweet, but in your drink is only okay. Like a third to a half an ounce yeah. of this is in there. Yeah. Um, so I didn't taste it. The smokiness. Well, now sip it, and I think you might oh, notice okay. it. Now, I have a gift for you from Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club. So I have in front of you. you Are have, you serious? Yeah. Oh so we have, um, we have. I have four shirts here, and you get to pick which one you want. I believe they're oh, your size. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Petite. No. <laughs> Uh, thank you again. <laughs> oh, these are awesome. So Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club has been, uh, you know, they've been coming along for the ride here in the Zen Tiki Lounge for quite some time. They have. Each and every month they release a new design with a new Tiki Bar or restaurant on their shirt. They come in a women's cut, which is what you've got there, and you just have to choose the one you want. Oh, it's so hard to choose. There are and uh, and then they also come in a men's cut, so that's a little more square. But they're still a little fitted even on the men. The sizing is pretty true. So, um, for example, like you know, you get the, and and they go all the way up to double X at least, maybe three. But you can get a subscription for three, six, nine, or twelve months. You can even gift a subscription to somebody else. They'll get a new shirt delivered right to them each and every month. Or you can go to tikibartshirtclub.com and get just the shirt you want. I would follow them on Facebook or Instagram because then you'll always see the new shirt they're posting and you go like, I have to have that one. And then you can choose it and you can have it sent right to you. Okay, I think have I you chosen? So what did you choose? I chose the Hawaiian Luau at the Fontainebleau in New Orleans. Yeah. So the Fontainebleau um, is was a uh, hotel. There was uh, one in New Orleans. I don't know if it's still there, actually. The luau is not there anymore. No. So that's why we get the shirt. So these shirts, if we're if you're getting one, means it's extinct. The location no longer exists. Oh. So it's like a little tiki bar archaeology in every shirt. And um, there's a fountain blue in Florida. There's also one in Vegas, um, which never opened. Oh. But when say. it does, it has just been finally purchased. It will be the largest hotel resort in Las Vegas. Oh, really? Yeah, it's huge. It's up by the stratosphere. It's on that end of the strip. Oh, my gosh. I love this. Thank you so much. But you'll notice the cotton is very soft, especially after the first wash. And it's got that little bit of contouring on the side for the ladies. This so Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club. shirt, by the way, ladies. Dot com. You will love them. And I, I wouldn't talk about them on every episode of the podcast if I didn't actually like them. We would have ended our relationship if we didn't like them. But um, so, so happy to give you a shirt. I know you'll wear it proudly. And oh, I almost guarantee you, people will ask you, where did you get that shirt? Happens to me. And I'm wearing mine as well. You are. Um, whether I'm out of town or I'm just at the grocery store, somebody will say like, hey, I like that shirt. And sometimes they ask you right away, like, where is it from? Or they'll just say like, I really like that shirt. And you have an opportunity to talk about it. So there you go. Yeah, I have something clean to wear tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad I could help you with not doing laundry. All right, now, get out your homework. Oh, got it right here. So I handed Susan a list of the six major spirits plus one. Okay. I was like, the plus one is Mezcal. Okay. So Mezcal in this country, anyway, is not yeah. considered one of the major spirits. But it is, I love it lately, so yeah. I included it. And so what I asked Susan to do and we're both going to share, is to rate one to seven. So one being um, your favorite and seven being your least favorite. Is that how you did it also? Yes. Okay. So um, what what spirits you like. And uh, so the spirits are vodka, tequila, rum, gin, brandy, bourbon, and mezcal. 
So, Susan, what is your number one? Tequila. Her number one is tequila. Mine is rum, which is no surprise to anyone. Yeah. Now, is tequila your, is that the spirit you've been drinking the longest? Or you learned to love it later? The longest and learn to appreciate it later. Ah, you, th- you found the 100% agave, yeah, like, correct. good. It wasn't, you know, when you're early on was, you know, shot, shot, shot you know. Right, right, right. Jose Cuervo. Were you Cuervo. ever one of those girls at a bar that walks up with her gal pals is like, Tiki the shot! Oh, I know we were. I'm sure we were. I hate <laughs> to admit that, but I think... We- yeah. Because my husband and I, we uh, hate that group when they come up to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that group now. Oh, no, yeah, of course you're yeah, not. But you're so you're so charming now. <laughs> okay, 20, what's your number two? 20 years ago, yes, absolutely. Uh, bourbon. Me too. Oh, very nice. Yeah. What's your favorite bourbon? Or whiskey. I mean, we'll put them in the same category, even though I know some people would scream, but... I'm really liking the High West. That's the, the you mentioned that yeah the distillery from Park City, Utah, of all places. Uh, and I'm quite liking Whistlepig. Oh, I don't have not tried Whistlepig. You well, I mean, if you if you go around to bars, you may have had it in a cocktail okay. or something like okay. that. But um, I quite like I quite like Whistlepig. Um, and uh, I mean, the husband he's whiskey. He likes yeah. the Jack Daniels, mm-hmm. which I think is like the Seagrams of whiskey. But yeah. he would be upset. He doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can say whatever I want. Yeah, <laughs> can. <laughs> can. <There> you go. <laughs> okay, what's your number three? My number three is rum. Gin for me. Ooh. Wait. Oh, wait. Number three is your rum. Yes. Number okay. three is my rum. And gin for me. Um, and I've only learned to appreciate gin in the last couple of years. That's. Uh, I. I think I I will need a lesson in gin because that's my number seven. Okay, all yeah. right, all right. How, what's your four? Mezcal. Me too. Oh, so nice. right in the middle yeah, there. Yeah. So now you said you'd only recently discovered this. I did actually at the last Tiki Caliente event. Oh, that's right. Well, I have um, two mezcals up there. Oh wow. Um, that we might sniff okay. or try. <laughs> Uh, and Promise for me, so I like smoky shit, right? Yeah, so I that's why too. I like this stolen smoked rum. Yeah. Um, and I like a real um, uh, peaty uh, or Irish whiskey. Yeah. Um, and thank you for the bottle. Oh, you're very Again, welcome. Thank you. Susan brought me a gift. Um, we're on number five now. Mine was brandy. Me too. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. So do you drink any brandy cocktails or do you just like it, you know you like it or mixed with things or I neat? Do. Or? I do. Um, I know I like it mixed with things, but mm-hmm. it's not really my go-to if I'm going to get a mixed drink. But if someone was, you know, at their home or making something, a room party or anything, I don't shy away. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I decided that I liked brandy. When um, one of the fans of the podcast uh, invited me into his room at one of the events, yeah. um, and we do that at the events, right? Yeah. Somebody be like, "Hey, come on in. You yeah. want to try something? You want to drink?" Um, and um, introduced me to a French brandy, um, a, a very nice one, and I don't remember the label, yeah. but I just remember. And he put it in a snifter. How you should traditionally yes. enjoy your brandy. Yeah. Swirl, let it warm with the palm of your hand at the base of the glass, mm-hmm. um, and then you really you put your nose in and you just get a lot of aroma. And I remember tasting it, and I remember that first sip, and I was just like, okay, no, not so much. Yeah. Then as I swallowed it, and more of the aroma like went up through my nose, I was like, oh, this went from brown liquid, yeah, to like something with like thirty things going on. See, I think you know, I think. That's the key right there is if you had appreciation for a liqueur is if you did something like that where majority of people just try something and don't really... Well, right. Uh, you know, but he could have served me brandy in a shot glass, correct. right? And it wouldn't have been the same effect. No. But he brought his snifters with yeah, him. Yeah, so he, right? you got like a legit tasting. Yeah. Where, like you said, we get a little shot glass. Like you don't appreciate it as much. Or the taste is just like, uh but you know, it's not my thing. Yeah. Now I, the husband... I think that's my thing with gin. That's why I don't have appreciation oh, for okay. it. Oh, okay. Because I'm not... So I have some um, like small batch of gins up here yeah. that listeners have sent me bottles of. Oh, wow. And they're fabulous. Really? And they're not like Tanqueray. They're not yeah. like the usual like bitter gins. Yeah, they're like even sweet gins. They're like... And very floral. Very... Anyway. Um, so the husband just went to um, Lost Spirits. He went on the tour. Have you been on that yet? No. Neither have I. I'm so pissed because he he went on a day with a friend where 
um, they it was a, I had to work. Yeah. And I'm like, well, go ahead and go. And um, they had no rum to buy. They got to taste it all. Yeah. They just didn't have any to buy. And he brought back a bottle of brandy. And the bottle is just beautiful. Um, and I tasted it. And I tasted it. I tasted it warm. And I was like smelling it. And like, I was just like, holy shit. This is, this is just yeah. so wonderful. Yeah. He can't smell. So he was just kind of <laughs> like, it's boozy. <laughs> you know, totally lost on him, right? He didn't care for it so much. So it's, um, it's all my palate. But yeah, so, so brandy is, is one of those ones that... Um, you know, I'll sometimes order on a cruise ship at, yeah. at their best bar, yeah. and I'll be like, you know, um, I would like your best brandy that's on the all-you-can-drink plan. Yeah. <laughs> and at least they'll get me some VSOP something, yeah, exactly. right? exactly. You know? right, we've talked about brandy a lot. Number six. Vodka. Me too. Oh. Wow, we're three for three here, huh? Yeah, so vodka is just, you put it in stuff to get drunk. Uh, that, I agree. I don't. And it's I, easy. I don't. I've never had a vodka where I was like, oh, I could sip this. No, like, <laughs> no, no. You know? uh, the, and the gays love the vodka soda. Uh, it's the lo- it's low calorie yeah. vodka. And we're talking about club soda. Yes. Like squeeze a lime, yeah. vodka soda. You, I guarantee you, if you are sitting in a slot machine or a video poker machine or you're at a bar sitting next to a guy who orders a vodka soda, yeah. he likes dudes. My, <laughs> my boss orders vodka sodas. Or he's old. She Oh, interesting. Oh, right? okay. She's big on. She's watching her calories. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 And that's why. Yeah. 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 Vodka and club. I'm soda. sure there's straight men who enjoy a vodka soda also. Yeah. But um, I haven't met them. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's just the case. Uh, number seven for me is tequila. Oh, I've seen on the gin. How funny is that? Oh. Because we're opposites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tequila for me. Um, and I have learned to appreciate the better ones. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you just know what you love and what you don't. Correct. I agree. And I always, I've had horrible experiences with tequila, like 99.9% <laughs> of us have. And that 1%, that 0.1 is because they never tried it. So, sure. Yeah. But I've also learned to appreciate it and taste it and do it warm and then some that they recommend doing cold and just the taste of it and yeah i big fan okay yeah not even mixing just a sipping tequila have you ever so have you ever been on a mexican cruise i have not oh okay. i have but yeah. i don't it was a long time ago okay. i don't remember much um have you been into towns in mexico where you're walking around and they're trying to offer yes. you tequila everywhere just to buy it yes have you taken them up on the offer no i have not oh i have oh don't okay you see that's because I guarantee yeah. you that the, in most cases, yeah. the tequila they're letting you taste yeah. is not the tequila in the bottle that you're going to buy. Yeah, I understand that. And I've That's heard how that, it is, so yes. I was prepared for that. Because I tasted this tequila and yeah. I was like, well, this is quite wonderful. Yeah. After I get home on the cruise ship and open that bottle yeah. and I'm like, this is like shit water. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> it's been sitting on the shelf in the back. For well, no, years, not right? even that because you know, forty percent alcohol doesn't go. It doesn't go bad. That's true. That's true. It's just, but it's just, it's a scam. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Ugh, no. Not good. No. And then, um, we, yeah, we were getting, we were in Puerto Vallarta in January, so mm-hmm. of course you're getting a lot of that and everything. And then, um, but we went to this little local little shrimp restaurant on the outskirts of town. Yeah. And they were like on the house, just bringing us like. Oh, now that's nice. See now, and they like the good tequilas, and they're all no. That, you that eat, helps kill you the. You want to um, try this with this, you know. That helps kill the bad stuff from the shrimp that wasn't <laughs> cooked and caught correctly. <laughs> I never got sick. So we were in. It, it wasn't, wasn't a cruise. We just. It wasn't Puerto, but I want to say. No, maybe it was. It wasn't Cabo, and it wasn't. Instant, maybe it was Puerto. I don't know. And um, you get off the ship, and it's all resorts, and so you mm. can have to walk a while. Yeah. And we went to a place that was serving. Um, Jumbo shrimp cocktail on the beach. And I love shrimp cocktail. Yeah. And I don't I don't care how big the shrimp is, yeah. right? And the shrimp are like almost the size of my fist. Yeah. They were like abnormally large. <laughs> but when I got the shrimp cocktail, they were warm, but they weren't just cooked, I don't think. Oh. I'm feeling like they were not c- held in a yeah. cold temperature, right? right? So I had one. 
And as I'm eating it, I'm like, it's extra fishy smell. Oh, yeah. You know? And I'm like, just I don't know. know about this. Yeah. And then I look at the second, and I ate the first one, and then I looked at the second one, and I'm like, ah, and that one, they didn't get all the vein yeah. out either. No. So I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. And then the girl comes over, and she's like, uh, oh, is it okay? And I said, mm, it's kind of fishy. Yeah. And she looked annoyed. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Gringo. Yeah. <laughs> so she she took it back, and I said, no, I, I don't need another one. It's okay. But I said, can I have more of the saltine crackers? Yeah. <laughs> So, but the um, the cocktail sauce was delicious. Yeah, I bet. Uh, and the tequila was also very yeah, good. See? Yeah, so. They were hoping you would eat the shrimp. When in Rome, yeah. you know, but be careful of the seafood. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we now we know a little bit more about each other as far as what cocktails we like. I have a short list of things um, that I always put together, and so I'm going to go to that if I can find it. Oh, sunshine, where is it? That's not it. Uh, because it has the... Oh, here it is. Here we go. So, um, I have a question for you. And yeah. this is like out of left field. Whatever happened to the right proper pool, pool, proper pool party? Meaning, you know a pool party where actually people go in the pool? Yeah. And oh. What? And now... I've been to a lot of pool parties the last couple of years where like no one goes, into goes the in the pool. And it's like we need to 90 degrees. Back. It's like 90 degrees. And it's not like everyone around is ugly. No. They're just not going in the pool. I don't understand why that is. Is it because they take too much time getting ready for the actual party part of it and not the pool part? And they don't want to mess up their hair? Well, you know who goes in the pool, my gays. Yeah. I mean, they any ch any chance for us to take off more clothes, usually. Yeah, that's usually. true. That's true. Um, I am usually the one in the pool with the gays. So... Mm. You know, I but I like you have been to the parties where no one is getting. But I get in the pool anyway. Yeah. I go. I make myself a really big drink and I get in the pool. I, I'm the guy who at your party yeah. makes my own drink, even if you had house drinks. <laughs> I'll say like, "Do you mind if I?" And usually they're like, "Okay, fine." So if you like go into the pool, does anyone follow? Do you start a trend or do you there? Usually one or two notes. other so people, but that's it good. it doesn't usually become like yeah. the thing, the right? Everyone, no, they're not they're not coming out. in, Nine. and there could be great music. Yeah, there's good food, there's good drinks, and people just are not getting in the pool. What do you think that is? Um, I think a lot of people have bad body self esteem. Yeah, which is and terrible. I agree. You know, like you know, like I said, I. You know, went to a party in my underwear yeah. ten years ago. You know, I no, I'd still do it. Yeah, I was gonna say, I would just drink more. I would just drink more. Yeah, but I would totally still do it. Um, but yeah, I think people just don't have good body self esteem, and um, I absolutely have some friends who um, are larger, and um, they 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 don't hesitate to go to a pool party and, and just enjoy the themselves. And that's it should be. It's um, it doesn't matter. It's, no. What comes out is those who are having fun. Yeah. I want to be with someone. It doesn't matter what you look like. When you are having fun and you are smiling and enjoying yourself, that's where you You're are You're attractive. Yeah. yeah. You are who I want to hang out with, who I want to be swimming with and having a drink with. Yep. You know, it's those who are standing to the side and everything that I will, you know, and have a conversation with because I'm not even sure, you know, are you even enjoying yourself just standing here? Right. You know. Well, yeah. So, yeah. No. Yep. I, I agree with all of that. And I, I also noticed that um, the people who actually do get in the pool mm -hmm. are usually the more fun people. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't, they aren't thinking about what they're looking like. They're thinking about how much fun and enjoying themselves. Being in water when you're inebriated is just nice. Oh, it's the best feeling. <laughs> it really is. Or a jacuzzi oh, with like a nice glass of champagne yeah. or it's just, it's just something else. Um, you know, one of my, okay, the husband and I, one of our freaking favorite things is um, a lot of times on cruise ships, the jacuzzis are like, um, they're, they're up on the upper decks. Yes. So you have this awesome view. Yeah. And sometimes during some parts of the day, like no one else is in there. Yeah. And we will go to the bar and we'll get a glass of champagne or a Manhattan and we will go sit in the jacuzzi and you have like a view of the endless ocean or a shoreline or something yeah. like that. And it's just like, and then of course you've got a salt breeze and you're in the middle of nowhere in the ocean. It's just awesome. And there's so many other people that are just not no, doing it. No, they're the feeling of the whole like... If you're trying to relax and just enjoy the moment, I don't think there's anything better than being in a body of water of any kind 
with a great drink in your hand with whether it's someone you love or your best friend or just good company of a person you just met. Or in the case of 4th of July, I was in the pool with my friend's mother who she just got really tipsy and just wanted to tell me all kinds of interesting things about her son. It was awesome. I have agreed never to speak of them. (laughs) But I'm just saying... Joan, your secrets are safe. Oh, cute. But that was so much fun, yeah. right? And um, she didn't reveal anything too risque. Yeah. But uh, no, it was it was just a lot of fun. And, you know, and she's a 60-year-old gal yeah. who I, I literally told her later in the night after we'd gotten out of the pool, but then we were getting back to the jacuzzi. I'm like, Joan, put on your water suit over those fun bags and get in the <laughs> pool, right? And she was like, okay. (laughs) That was all she needed to hear. She went and got herself a cocktail and she came in the jacuzzi with us. Um, And, uh, well, and water slides too. Oh my gosh, water (laughs) slides are the best. But don't ever set up a water slide on a a sand berm because it gets kind of... you mean a slip and slide? Slip and sl- or slip and sl- oh water slide. I mean like I an actual slip slide. water yeah. slide. Oh, water slides are great. Okay, but what do you mean a water sli- uh, or a slip slip and slide or slip and slide on, on a sand berm? Like if you set it up on on a beach, yeah, it's super fun because if the the berms are built up, right. you have it going downhill, sure. and then you know the hose is going within or anything. But the majority of the people, when they go down that berm, off, yeah. you know the slip and slide will end up in the sand. Oh sure. So they get you know they all skid. sandy, and then they decide they're gonna do it again. Oh. Yeah, every, yeah. And then like, Sandburn. Oh yeah. Okay. And I have not had the, I've not had water. that experience. I recommend it. <laughs> or you don't. <laughs> yeah. Or you don't. Okay, the next thing um to talk about is how do you keep fit? I swim. Yeah. I, was, uh, I see that of the, the few posts you have on yeah, social media, yeah. you seem to be near a pool a lot. Yeah. I um I do the pool during the winter and I'm now back into the open water. Um started back in late April, early May. And I was an avid runner for many, 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 many years. I injured myself, was really bummed, and my friend introduced me to swimming. And I fell in love with it. Hmm. And so now that's been my go-to. And I can start, I've started running again. And, um, but I'm doing short distance. I used and to do long distance. I recall you injured yourself sword swallowing. You know, I did. Yeah. So, yeah, how'd that happen? The sword swallowing? Yeah. How did I do that? I'm fooling with you, oh, Susan. I had to think about that. I <laughs> this thought, is where you have the choice to either go along ooh. with it or to say, no, that never happened. happened. No. But you went with confused. I went with confused. <laughs> that I'm was like, not one of the options. Well, because <laughs> I've done room parties with you and there was some memory like fading up all. That's true. Okay, That's true. So, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Tangent. Have you truly never been to one of my room parties? No, I actually made it. I made it to the last one. No, I thought you didn't. No, I did make it. My goal was to make it, and I did make it, and I was there the year before. I have pictures. But I don't remember you. Exactly. See, <laughs> it's but my I, fault. I've been starting to document everything. Okay, all right. And then the next morning, the best is when you go through your pictures on your phone, and it's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. Delete, delete. Yeah. Oh, that's a keeper, so. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, I have a picture of me in uh, the stairwell at Tiki Oasis one year with um, you know, some people. And um, I sometimes <laughs> see that picture in my camera roll and yeah. just go like, that was a Tiki yeah. Oasis. Yep. We actually were in the stairwell for like an hour. Really? Yeah. Partying in the stairwell and um, we'll just say up to shenanigans. There's no party like a stairwell party. Yeah. Um, we found out that if you do go up the top and out the door, it does shut behind you. But um, we let someone go out the door and then try to come back in, and we let him back in. And these were people that we had met who were podcast yeah. listeners from uh, Wisconsin, I think, of all things, right? Um, but uh, but, th- but that was, was, yeah, so stairwell party. Yeah. Uh, Kehlani, um does not remember half of that day. Oh. Yeah. So she's got a whole half day. Whole half, uh, a half day missing um, and woke up in a bathtub. Oh, wow. She couldn't stop throwing up. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. Anyway. That so... was me after that Tiki Hill party. The throwing up. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. I was on a bathroom floor being... I oh. have not tossed my cookies due to a Tiki event in going on... We're going on maybe five years now. Really? Yeah. Oh, knock on wood. That's awesome. Um, I will just... Uh, I will get... You know, I've Why, gotten how close. How is that possible? Because <laughs> I truly... Okay, so for example, um, if I'm hosting the party... I always host one, right? Yeah. Um, 
The bar is towards the back of the room, which is where there's a sink and there's water and a refrigerator, mm-hmm. right? So I will, and, and so that's my phone, okay. don't worry. People, of course, are like, I'm making them drinks, but I'm making a hundred drinks at a time, you know, and they're like, cheers, have a sip with me, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing that a lot, right? Yeah. That adds up. But in the background, I am constantly refilling a 24-ounce glass of water yeah. and like chug, 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 chug. That's smart. So it's like super thin in yeah. there. And then there is, a, and there's a certain point where what's in my cup, it's water with the garnish on top and drunk people don't know. And so I am drinking along with them and now I'm drinking water. You just give it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm because I I've had those nights where yeah. Rory Snyder did it to me one time. He's walking around with that bottle of Lost Spirits Navy Proof yeah. Rum. Yeah. And we were just drinking off of it, dancing to the '80s music. Yep. And um, that was the last time I played to the Porcelain God at an oh. event. Never again. It was no, like clever. five hours of horribleness. Oh my gosh, that's smart of you though. Damn it, yeah, because your, your parties are a little bit later after the bands usually have already yeah. played. Yeah, I'm glad stuff, Rory so, was sick too. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been mad if he was okay. But yeah, so no, that's clever. I gotta remember that. Note to self. Can you remind? But me I do the I do the same in Vegas. Like my friends, um, they when we're in Vegas, they're like, "How, how do you drink like that? Yeah. And ha- you're not yeah. sick." Um, and I said, I have a golden rule. I never break it. No matter if someone buys me a drink, whatever. I have one full glass of either club soda or water between every single cocktail. Every time, no matter what. It doesn't matter if I have a beer, a wine, a cocktail, whatever. I will never skip the the, the water in between, um, which means I will also have to go to the bathroom, which means you get up and you do a little walking and it just, it it spreads your day out, or in my case, my four days solid of, yeah. Oh, that's impressive. So listeners, when Never you're out sick. in Vegas, just think to yourself, when you're getting that second drink, what would Sunshine do? Sure. And get that uh, that water. Well, it, order, then, the, order that from the cocktail yeah. waitress or the bartender. You like, you know, you get up to the bar and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, can I get a this and can I get a this and can I get a this? And I, and I always go and an ice water or and a club soda with lime or and a water. Yeah. Like I never fail to order that additional water. And I have a lot of the cocktail waitresses and bartenders trained to just like. Just put, bring you one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I like that. Yeah, and never, never hangover. Um, and I get, I get to that point where I go like, I'm done for yeah. a while, right? Mm-hmm. And you go walk around, yeah. and then you just you drink your water for yeah. a while and keep partying, but yeah. you're not drinking. Oh, I note, don't like to be sick. Note to self, write that down. Okay, so um, I'm gonna we're gonna do another pause here. I think we're gonna go into overtime this week. Oh my goodness! It happens every now and then. Um, we're going to open a gin bottle or two. <gasps> This is happening. Oh, okay, wow. so we're going to uh, we're going to get the gin, and we'll be right back here again in the Zantiki Lounge. Susan, are you ready for some more liquor? I am ready. I'm excited about these gins uh, we're about to try. Okay, you pick which one that you would like us to try first. Well, I think I'm going to try the St. Augustine because you said this one's from Florida and it's hard to find. It is. Well, you can find it in Florida, obviously. So if you wouldn't mind handing me the bottle. So this was sent to us by listener Frank. And again, mahalo uh, to Frank. So it's the St. Augustine Distillery Company, handmade of the nation's oldest city. Uh, It's New World Gin. So it's 47% alcohol by volume. But when you taste it, it won't taste overproof because it's super smooth. Because you do know that this was my number seven on my... Right. And that's why I wanted to see if maybe you would enjoy it. Okay. A little more. So give it a smell from the bottle. Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. Okay, but no, but you can be very honest here. Now, tastes, you take one like and you gin. hand me one. It smells like gin, but it wasn't, didn't burn my nose. Here, cheers. Try cheers. it. Give it a little sip. Okay, that was nice. It has a natural sweetness it to does. it. It does. It really does. It's not bitter no. it has a slight bitterness to it like gin should yeah tasted like um like i can't explain the word or something but um like uh, off the farm <laughs> i don't know like farm the, fresh yeah farm fresh <laughs> maybe that's why we were talking about farm earlier fresh about farm gin. to farm to market craft cocktails but actually this isn't too bad okay i'm finishing mine <laughs> i will too um 
And we have another one that I wanted you to try, which is also um, one that I really like right now. And this is uh, Calwise Spirits. They were previously called Calivore. Now, that, so it's Calwise Spirits, and they do Big Sur Gin. It's got the quail on it. They also do a spiced rum, and they do a blonde rum that's aged in uh, Chardonnay barrels. Oh, I have I that know, if you want to try it. I didn't know about the blonde rum. Super yum. Okay. Um, but so this is uh, this is there, and it's a standard eighty proof gin, so forty percent alcohol. Um, but it's just another uh, smaller batch gin. This one is totally different. Oh, the scent is totally different. Uh huh. Almost like black pepper, yeah. and like it's almost like a it's almost like a sauce you'd want on like fish or yeah, it's like something if you walk into a restaurant and you smell something mm-hmm. cooking. Oh, it's very different. Like the so other one it. made me think of outdoors. This okay. one makes me think of food. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you think. It has herbals in it that I can't even pick out. Oh wow, it's a spice. It, it, it yeah. reminds me of a spice, like a like a different spices that you would put on. Spice. Yeah, I can't even pick them out. Yeah, I just know that um, I I do I do care for it. Oh, I like that. One. So anyway, so you might find so if you've if you've tried nothing but um, Tanqueray or London Dry or whatever the case is, um, you might like some of the small batch stuff. Yeah, no, that's absolutely but like correct. this in limeade, oh. amazing pool drink, like so good. Um, gin and lime usually go very well together, or lime cordial or um, a limeade. Um, it's just tasty. I do not like. Um, uh, gin or vodka with tonic. I can't stand it. I hate tonic. I think that's is my problem because <laughs> the first time I, I've oh, ever that, really it's the had tonic. Gross. Yeah, a drink with gin or vodka, it was not very good gin or vodka, and then with tonic, and I've never been a tonic fan. So it kind of no, just... Terrible. Oh, it was awful for me. And you know how it is. It's like once you've had a bad experience with something, it's really hard to go back. Oh, it's hard to break. I've tried yeah. to get people to like look at a tequila they like again. Because, um, you know, there's good ones, of course. Absolutely. Um, all right. So let's let's see here. What else is uh, potentially on the list of things for us to discuss? Um, oh, here it is. Um, does Corey know how lucky he is? I'm the lucky one. Really? Yeah. Oh, how how nice of you to say that. <laughs> no, I think he knows how lucky he is, but I, I'm pretty <laughs> lucky too. We uh, we um, we're good yin and yang. You know, we okay. keep each other balanced. But we, does he have the yin or the yang? Ooh, he has the yang. Yeah, that's how I picture men usually. Yeah. They have the yang. Yeah, and uh, um, he's like. Every experience that I have, I want him to be a part of. Like I, like we're best friends. We go out together when we are out together on the weekends. Like that's who I want to be hmm. with, you know. And we also have our time away. And we have our own friends. We go hang out and everything. But at the same time, we're like, you know. And he's not you worried doing? that you're here with me now. No, no, he's excited for me. I actually got a text from him and said, "This is awesome. I love you." <laughs> oh, so, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I think he was he was just as excited as I was. That I was doing well, this. hopefully he'll listen to the podcast. Oh, he will. I'll make him. I mean, well, there you go. Because you know, <laughs> none of the none of the ladies, none of them listen to the podcast. Oh, really? No. No, they're like, I was there. Oh, that's what true. Do I, that what do I true. need to listen that to it for? True. And I have to listen to it at least once because yeah. I have to edit it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I actually listen to it, you know, like just in my car yeah. afterwards, you yeah. know. And sometimes I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's like I was there, uh, but they never listen to yeah. it. Pumpkin, pumpkin really never listens, and so when the other girls are here, we like to talk shit on her. Um, and uh, she'll never know. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. Um, for the first time ever, she read the blog post that goes with the podcast, yeah. and she texted me, and she said, "Here, actually, let me let yeah. me get the text and yeah. say what it, what was it she said." So I described her um, conversation as lowbrow. And she said, I prefer the term down market to low brow when describing my personality. <laughs> um, and I said, you actually read the blog. And she said, I actually did, uh, which oh, is like cute. a first time for yeah. everything. So she went to zentikilounge.com and she read the damn thing. So, wow. 
It's a new world for her. <laughs> um, okay, so so you say Corey's the lucky one. I'm lucky. He's lucky too. Okay, and he's lucky too. Yeah. All right. Well, um, that that's we're a good balance. Yeah. Yeah. We could we together. One of us, you know, looks out for each other. Or sometimes it's like. Are you two about ooh. the same age? Yeah, he's um two three years older than I. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The husband and I are four years of six years apart. <laughs> Fart? <laughs> well, I had to think about it too because his birthday's uh, coming up and I'm like, We're six years. Well, We're six years apart. 44 or 45. He's going to be 45. So. Oh, yeah. he, I didn't know he was older than I am. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Am I? I don't know. I'm not going to say my age on the podcast. Well, I can back into it because I just said he's three years older than me. Oh, I'm younger. Okay. <laughs> I just fingered it to her. Oh, that sounds bad. Year. I just, I showed her with my fingers how old I was. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Um, okay. So I want to, I want to um, tell folks, we were talking about Cal Wise. Uh, that's the, one of the gins that we just tried and they have the, the two rums as well. They have just opened their distillery tasting room and now restaurant in Paso Robles. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, Aaron is, uh, you know, he is the guy who's just put his life into this and, uh, you know, nice guy. They they um, sponsored one of our podcasts with their spiced rum. But uh, I have talked about it on the podcast again because we just went up to the Bay Area for San Francisco Pride, but we happened to be going back and forth on days where their tasting room wasn't open. So they are open um, Thursday through Sunday. And okay. I believe they open at 4 p.m. daily. Go to calwise, C-A-L-W-I-S-E dot com. And um, you'll you'll uh, get the information there, and you can stop by their tasting room, and they have a bar where they make you excellent cocktails with the three spirits. I think they actually they have a fourth, or they're working on a fourth spirit. And I mean, just you know, super great. Oh well, I, they sold me on the gin. Yeah, you know, so there I'm, you go. So Calwise spirits, uh, right? Everything's made right here in California, and uh, I I quite I quite like it. Their spiced rum, which I don't have any of right now. It is like, it is a dark spiced rum that's got these heavy orange peel notes I've to it. I've had the spiced rum. And Super it's good. So yummy. And But I didn't know that they had the blonde. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out of, I have plenty of the blonde. I'm out. I'm out <laughs> of the spiced. Um, have you learned anything here in the Zen Tiki Lounge today that you didn't know before? Oh my gosh, I know I have. And I totally, well, I know that gin now is up on my list. You know, that's not number seven anymore. It's, oh, that's good. It's surpassed vodka. <laughs> well, I would hope so. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, gosh. Um, I you, know you don't have to really okay, think Okay, good, because all of a sudden I'm like, I know I have because I kept on going, really? I didn't know that. And now I can't recall what I didn't know. Mm. It happens. Yeah, it really does. Short-term um, memory loss. Well, and but that you know that has to do with um, sometimes being in a dimly lit tiki bar and you have a couple of drinks or shots and then you forget things. I've really enjoyed myself though. Um, we are at the end of the show though. Oh, now it doesn't mean face. it doesn't mean that we can't have something else to drink, but oh, awesome. it does mean that we're going to have to stop recording here. Uh, we like to keep the podcast near an hour because uh, so many of our listeners tell us that uh, their perfect exercise time is an hour. <laughs> Or their commute's like 30 minutes, and they get a back and forth out of it. Well, I like if you're listening to, to exercise, because I'm all about the fitness. So There you go. Yeah. Good. So uh, I want to thank Susan. I want to thank you for joining us here in the Zen uh, Tiki Lounge. Thank you, Sunshine, so much for having me. I really enjoyed myself. This is episode 399.487. Oh. So the reason Spike we're doing these decimals is because I am working on the 400th episode and celebration and um i'm just lazy and haven't had a lot of time and i'm working a lot of hours <laughs> at work and so i haven't had time to put that together but it will be at a place where you all can join us if you happen to be near the geographic area where we will celebrate and uh it will be it will be a celebration of 400 ish episodes of the zen tiki lounge all of the ladies will be there, plus Woo. hopefully lots of you listeners and friends that we have gathered over the years. And we will definitely play What's in Kaylani's Bra, everyone's oh, favorite, favorite, everyone's favorite podcast game show. 
I have so many prizes that are have been stacking up for what's in Kehlani's bra. We will serve signature cocktails from the Zen Tiki Lounge, of course. And this could be anywhere from weeks to months or more away. Because as you know, those of you who are literate, smart, and understanding of math know that um, decimals can stretch out for an infinite period of time. So we've already done 399.3, 399.33. 399.337, and now we've done 399.487. Oh um, and we'll just, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so we're well past actually 400 episodes <laughs> here on the Zen Tiki Lounge. We've been doing this for almost 12 years. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. But we wouldn't do anything that we didn't like if it wasn't fun. Next week on the podcast, uh, Starshine and Kehlani will be here in the lounge with me. Uh, they are always a lot of fun. Yep. Um, but that's about it, Susan. Well, mahalo. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no, thank you. Now, uh, what we do at the end of the show is I say until next time, and then together in unison, we both say mahalo. Okay. Right? I'm ready. So, listeners, thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. And until next time, mahalo. mahalo.